Okay. Hey, ladies. My name is Rachel Jones. And I am so excited to um, be here today to just talk to you a little bit, read some scripture out of John, and most importantly, pray. We at Hope Club for Moms absolutely love praying for you. And truthfully, we do these prayer videos often on Facebook. We've never done one on Instagram, so this is new territory, but we're so excited to have um, just a growing Instagram account. Thank you for everybody who follows us here. And how these videos normally go on Facebook is we just want to interact with whoever's watching. And as you're watching, introduce yourself, tell us, um, tell me where you're watching from and give me a, something to pray for, anything. It can be super broad, vague, specific. And of course, if you don't want to type the prayer request in there for everybody to see, you can private message a request, and we always look back at those and pray. Obviously, this video is live, but I will save it to IGTV, and it will be on our page. So if you watch it, if you are going to be watching it later, hi, later people, and type in your prayer request in the comments. And I'll respond and I'll let you know that I prayed for you. So again, I'm Rachel. I'm here to pray. And I'm so excited for Stephanie Hay, Amy, and is it Melissa? Um, I'm assuming you share an account with your husband, Gregory. Anyway, I just wanted to tell you I'm so happy to be here. Today's already been a really long day. It's only 2 o'clock here. I'm from Colorado Springs, Colorado. And my husband's actually out of town. He left this morning. And then, of course, we had the dreaded orthodontist appointments. I don't know about you, if any of you ladies watching have kids who are old enough for braces yet, but going to the orthodontist, even when I'm not the patient, is awful. I just can't stand it. Um, it's just nerve-wracking, and two of my girls have braces, and so I was really excited. I knew, oh my goodness, I'm going to get to chit-chat with our Instagram moms and pray later, and that brought me a lot of comfort. Um and joy and peace. So that's been my day so far. Hold on, I'm taking off my socks. I'm getting really hot. And also, sorry if there's any background noise. Actually, right behind my house, there's some construction. And so now we are living with trucks coming and going through the open field. Um, and it's really loud. So I apologize in advance if you hear that. Okay, today I want to read out of John. So I've been going back and reading John. I think that the Gospel of John is such a great place to start, first of all, if you're new to Bible reading and you don't know, how do I really um, engage with my Bible? How do I get a lot out of it? How does it relate to me? Start in John, the life of Jesus. And I, you know, I've been a Christian for a really long time, and I just love John. I love hearing Jesus's words to his disciples it's so enjoyable and it's so um, it's such good information that we can relate to our life. How he talks to the disciples is how he would talk to us. We're his followers, the men and women of the church. Uh, so I want to read a little bit out of John 15 and John 16. And I'm going to highlight these verses to start our prayer time just because of the world we're living in. And I know it's all encompassing and all consuming and I don't know about you, but more and more as a Christian in our culture, we're becoming a minority and we're becoming, um, you know, it's just tempting and it's hard to stay um, righteous and to stay faithful and to stay joyful and peaceful. Um, basically, all of the fruits of the spirit, it's harder and harder to maintain those in the world that we live. And it can be really discouraging. 
But take heart. Jesus has overcome the world. And I'm going to read some scriptures today that I hope will encourage you. So John 15 and 16, Jesus is talking to his disciples and he knows he's going to be arrested. And he knows that it's his last um, day on earth as a you know, physical man, it's his last day. And Jesus is explaining to his disciples who he is, where he came from. And, and, you know, he's prayerfully hoping that the disciples understand that even when he leaves, he's going to leave the Holy Spirit. And also when we know Jesus, we know the father and we know the heart of um, the, the Lord, our father for us. So John 15 verses 18 and 19, I'm going to read. If the world hates you, keep in mind that it hated me first. If you belonged to the world, it would love you as its own. As it is, you do not belong to the world, but I have chosen you out of the world. That is why the world hates you. And I'm going to stop there before I get to the encouraging stuff. So that those verses, he's telling his disciples, listen, this is going to be the natural way of things. The world isn't going to love you and isn't going to understand you. But guess what? You are different. You don't belong in this world. You are here temporarily, um, and I'm going to leave you with the Holy Spirit, but this isn't your home. Um, Further down in John 16, verses uh, 12 and 13, he says, I have much more to say to you, more than you can now bear. But when he, the spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all truth. When we have the spirit of truth, the Holy Spirit in us, Um, Our eyes are opened to things. um, Our eyes are opened to purpose and joy and peace. And it's so important as wives and mothers to know how to maintain our joy and peace because we have so much influence in our homes. Um, Our husbands are their own person, you know, and we can't control their joy, but we can greatly impact it. And we can greatly influence the joy and the peace of our husbands and our children by our attitude, by our gentleness, by our truth, by our insincerity. Um, And these are qualities that we can maintain through our home that will overflow and filter to everybody in our home. Um, just remember that we are not of this world and that persecution of Christians, um, it's never comfortable and we're not suffering most of us in America, full persecution, but even just sometimes feeling different or having to take a stand on something. For example, something that's, you know, I have a, um, sixth grader and an eighth grader and our sixth grader, we have not let her get a phone and our eighth grader has one. And we made the decision as a family, we'd start, um, with getting our children phones in seventh grade. And you know what? The world, that's kind of late. And my sixth grader has um, opened up and it's been hard for her. But my husband and I have to hold to our convictions and we know and we've prayed about this that we aren't going to you know, mold to the world and let our children watch all the same things and listen to all the same music. Um, but that's just one way that we live differently as Christian women. Um, and just something to remember during the time um, right now that we're living in, that this battle, the world, the um, the chaos in a lot of these cities and towns and, you know, just the division, this battle, it's not our battle. It's Jesus's battle. And he doesn't call us to be liked. He calls us to be faithful and he calls us to be constant and steadfast. And the truth is, 
if we are faithful, constant, and steadfast, there might be people who don't like us. But you know what? We belong to God. We don't belong to the world. Um, And spreading his kingdom on earth might be challenging. And right now we can start that in our homes. I know so many of us, myself included, I'm not equipped right now to go out and um, evangelize the world. But this greater message and what Jesus is saying in John 15 and 16, we can um, benefit from that as wives and mothers because There's a battle in our homes. Satan wants our homes. He wants the joy just from our little family. And we can maintain that and we can keep that um, Holy Spirit filled. So continuing on in John chapter 16, verse uh, 20, I'm going to read that. Jesus is still talking to his disciples. He says, I tell you the truth. You will weep and you will mourn while the world rejoices. You will grieve, but your grief will turn to joy. What Jesus is saying is, of course, when the world rejoices and things happen, um, that people who don't follow Christ are excited about, it might be something that we're sad about or we're grieving about, but our grief will eventually turn to joy because we serve Jesus and he is the ultimate king. Um, Thank you, Melissa. Uh, remember, if you guys have any prayer requests, please type them in the comments. And after I read these scriptures, I'm going to pray. And I would love to have any specifics. It can just be something small, and you can give me the names of your kids and your husbands, and I can just pray for them. Uh, okay, further down, still in John ch- chapter 16, verses 31 through 33, the ending of this chapter is so beautiful, and I'm sure you're all familiar with it. He says to his disciples, You believe at last, but a time is coming and has come when you will be scattered, each to his own home. You will leave me all alone, yet I am not alone, for my Father is with me. And I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have troubles, but take heart, I have overcome the world. And we can really, really take heart, and we really can have that peace and comfort in our homes. Um... For me, when I read these verses, and I never told you my family, I have four children, uh, three girls ages 13, 11, and 10, and then I have a four-year-old boy. And what kind of mom do I want to be? What kind of wife do I want to be when my children are watching? My 11 and 13-year-old are very aware of what's going on in our world and some of the temptations and struggles they have. Um, Like I mentioned earlier, listening to certain music, watching certain shows, trying to live differently and take a stand. And they get so much of that um, moral foundation and peace and joy from watching me. And your children are the same. They watch you and they see how you're acting and how you're, um, you know, struggling with your anger, but how you don't explode and how you don't become a rage holic. I was going to say rage monster. I don't know if any of your kids watch a dude perfect, but we're a big do perfect fan. And there's a joke about that, but do we maintain peace and composure even when things don't go well, because we will have struggles in this world. And do we overreact? Do we remain calm? Do we turn to Jesus first and foremost? And our children are our children seeing their mom doing that. Do your children see you um, reading the word? Do your children Um, get to go to church with you? Are you taking your kids to church? Are you praying at home? 
And if you aren't, I really encourage you to start um, involving your children more. I feel like the lighting is weird. Can you guys see me? Is it very dark? Uh, is that better? I'll turn this. Um, if your children don't see you reading the Bible, open it up. Leave it out on the kitchen table. And then throughout the day, open it. Read a scripture or two to your kids. Um, pray with your children. Allow your children, no matter how young they are, to see your relationship with Jesus, to see that it's a living, active relationship with Jesus. Um, that is the greatest testimony, and that is the greatest thing that can help your children uh, do all these things, remain steadfast, and have their joy. Because they're going to go out into the world one day without you know, our covering, our protection, our guidance. And what kind of uh, foundation will we have laid for them? So let me know if you guys have any prayer requests. Um, pain, suffering, agony. We will experience these things. And I've heard people compare, I mean, stay with me here, compare the Christian walk to childbirth, that we, when we're in labor, it is so excruciating, so painful. Sometimes it even feels like the end might not come. But the moment we hold our baby everything washes away. And the the pain that we felt, um, the uncertainty that we felt is gone because the joy has arrived. And the baby, the precious, precious baby that you've waited and prayed for is here. Now, our Savior is available to us and he is coming. And we don't have to um, respond the way the world does. We have access to this joy. And if you struggle um, in a practical way to maintain your joy throughout the day, I encourage you to just pray a simple prayer. The Lord wants to meet you where you're at. And the truth is he knows. He knows so much of what's in your heart. If you don't close it off to him, open up, come to the Lord with hands open and just confess to him what he already knows, but he wants you to turn to him first and just allow him and be honest and say, Lord, I'm struggling to not become anxious, to not become worried and fearful. Help me, Lord, guide me to scriptures, guide me to some truths, and he will provide you exactly what you need. I want to pray today, and I want to pray for all of us um, living in this hard world that we can um, live a life of conviction, of truth, of honesty, of steadfastness. And the truth is right now in our season, most of us are moms and we're working and we're at home and we're trying to meet the needs of our husbands, but we still can disciple the world with how we live. Living differently is noticeable and your neighbors and the other moms that you know from school and your coworkers will see that there is something different about you. There's a way that you maintain yourself and you don't allow yourself to become stressed that they will be drawn to. And a conversation could start from that. So I encourage you to remain calm and take heart because Jesus has overcome the world. So let's pray today. And if you have anything that you want prayer for, put it in the comments. And again, if you want to message uh, the Help Club for Moms account privately, I will get the message and just know that I will be praying for you. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for everybody who listened today and for all of the women um, and men, if there are men following us who listen later, Lord, I pray that you continue to give us peace, um, that you give us courage, 
to make the decisions um, based on your Holy Spirit, to not be tempted by the world, Father, to be unified with our Christian brothers and sisters, to remain peaceful, to remain steadfast, and to know that there will be troubles in this um, in our day-to-day life, Lord. Things are not going to go with the little plan we have set out. But this isn't our battle. This time, this stress, this uncertainty is your battle. And all you call us to do is be faithful, Father. And I pray that everybody listening feels your love, feels your presence in their life. They feel your presence day to day. And I pray that they are strong wives and strong mothers, that they create a culture in their home that loves you, Lord, that puts you first, and that they continue to spend time with you. And I pray for any mom listening who hasn't really a strong relationship with you, Father. I pray that you meet her right now, that you encourage her and you speak to her softly, Lord. And if she comes to you in prayer, that you give her that warm feeling so she knows that you're with her, Father, and that no one listening right now to this video feels alone, that they feel your presence very strongly. We love you, Lord, and we thank you for all of the amazing things that you've given us and just that you've given us this life and this honorable um, life that we're allowed to live to serve you. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Okay. Oh, someone put a prayer request. Thank you. Is it Simone? Thank you so much. I'm going to pray for your mom right now. Um, husband and little boys. Okay. Dear Father, thank you so much for Simone, and I pray that um, her mother feels your presence, that you give her um, just so much comfort and peace as she's getting surgery. I pray for the surgeons, that you give them wisdom, that everybody in their family trusts in you, Lord, and I pray for Simone that she is encouraged and that you take away any worry or anxiety or fear that she has over her mother's surgery. Father, I pray for her husband and her children, her boys, that they know you, that they love you. And I pray that Simone can be a strong pillar in her home, that she can be the one to turn her husband and her boys' hearts towards you, Father, that you give her all of the tools that she needs to be an amazing wife and mother, a Christ-filled, God-fearing woman. Thank you, Lord. Okay. Just make sure I didn't miss any requests. Okay. Thank you guys for watching. And give me any other comments or put in your prayer requests in the messages, and I will see you soon. Have a really good day.